Hello, hello, welcome back, students and fellow writers. Uh, Sarah Wink here for the seminar snippet uh, for college composition. And this little snippet's just a wee bit of something I wanted to highlight in unit four. Unit four is when we start digging into some research, fine tuning our thesis statement, getting a better understanding of um, what we want to accomplish. Uh, now, the thing I wanted to highlight here on this little podcast episode was the importance of doing background research, the importance of getting a better sense of your topic so you know what you're getting into. Now, a lot of us are picking, as we should, topics that directly relate to our communities. I know some folks will pick something that's a problem in their hometown. Maybe they're stationed at a base right now and they'd rather write about their hometown, that's fine. Or maybe you'd rather write about your base where you are installed, that's fine too. Problems we think are problems may not always be problems. And that <clears throat> sounds very confusing, so let me clarify with and a brief anecdote. I had a student that really wanted to write about uh, getting more nutritional education at his school district. Because when he was a kid at that school, they never really learned about healthy food. And while I could totally appreciate his desire to make sure kids may uh, better understand healthy choices, what it means to eat healthy, I did have to remind him that over the past 10, 15 years, uh, a number of schools have implemented more nutritional education into their daily activities, whether it is through their um, meal program, whether it's through having an actual food science class, which a number of schools do at different ages. And, and just remind them that, you know, that's a problem that's, it, that doesn't mean that kids are listening. That's always a problem <laughs> on a variety of levels. But that kind of solution has already been tackled. So it's important for us to understand the problem, where we're at, and making sure we understand how this problem is manifesting where we are. Because again, a problem that is everywhere can take different shapes in different communities, like the problem of, of homelessness. Many struggle to have stable living situations throughout the planet. I was going to say country, but really that's a, that's a global issue. Okay. But how that problem affects people, the kinds of people that are homeless, um, the solutions to help the homeless can change from place to place. Just for a little example here. Uh, I live in Wisconsin. So the winter months are especially dangerous for the homeless population. It could, it's literally lethal to be outside many nights in the winter season. This is not the same kind of problem in other climates where they don't go below zero. However, 
you have the flip side of, you know, being outdoors can be even, you know, can be lethal during the hotter months in warm weather climates. And so the, the needs of the people affected in these different environments can change. So it's important to think about, okay, how does this problem take shape where you are? And I can help to consider, we're going to go back to something that's brought up in, in elementary school here, but the five W's, right? Who, what, when, where, why, and we'll throw the how on. Okay. But considering those questions, who, who's involved, who's affected by the problem, who can make a solution happen? What, what is the problem? Now I know it sounds like, well, well, people, there aren't, that people are homeless. That's the problem. Okay. But hang on. Is homelessness a problem where you are because there aren't enough jobs? Because there isn't enough housing? Because those are two very different, then those are two different solutions would be needed there. Maybe there's enough housing, but people can't afford it. Well, then we got to make sure that we're helping along with the jobs or, or a housing aid. But if there's not enough housing, then it doesn't matter if the homeless have jobs or not, because then they, they, there's no homes to try and get into. So that's the thing. We have to think about what is the problem or, and what are different aspects of it and, and what could be standing in the way to making a solution happen. Well, let's face it, often funding is a big problem. Or it's like, yeah, it's a great idea. We'd love to have another homeless shelter. We can't afford it. That's something to think about. It's also important to think about a time frame. So has there always been um, struggles for the homeless community in your town? Or has it gotten really bad in the last few years for some reason? I know when I lived in Michigan for a couple of years, um, the job situation caused a huge problem for people to be able to maintain their homes because the primary employer shut down a big factory where a lot of people in that town worked and it closed. There weren't any other employers of that size in that town. Next closest big town, 50 miles away. So the only way you're going to have a shot at getting a similar job, you better have transportation. You better be able to get over there where people of that town are were already working. And it just, it affected the community on a huge scale. But that was a recent problem. That wasn't a long-standing problem or a chronic problem. It was something very new. So it's important to think about the time frame because the time, like if the problem has been around for so long, people get numb to it, which is also bad. So what could maybe start a change to alter that numbness? So thinking about time, thinking about when, where, and again, this is why it's so important to think about where you are. Because the resources in a big city are going to be different than the resources of a teeny tiny town. My town doesn't even have a food pantry. That's how small it is. 
So you better have transportation to get to the next town to access their food pantry, which is only open two days a week for a couple of hours. So, and, and it's not just, you know, our people trying to access that food pantry. It's all the people in that town trying to access that food pantry too. So it's important to think about how, you know, what your community is like and, and um, making sure that uh, you're considering, well, what in my community could maybe help tackle that problem? Like in the case of my teeny tiny farming town, when lockdown happened and a lot of people lost their jobs, were unable to go anywhere, were no longer able to afford transportation to be able to get to a food pantry, there were folks setting up tables in their front yards and filling those tables with canned goods, have coolers with meat and dairy products in it, and having a sign up, take what you need. That was how our community responded to that problem. wasn't coordinated. It was just people trying to do what's right. And it can maybe help looking at your community, thinking about, okay, how could the people here in this place step up? What could we do as a community to do what's right? Because sometimes people want to do what's right. Well, often people want to do what's right, but they don't know what to do. That's often the issue. They don't know how to change anything. And so again, we kind of become numb to it. We, we just kind of accept, well, that's always going to be a problem. No, how can we alter that and help people see the resources in our community that can make a difference? And all of that connects to the why. Why is the problem a problem? And why has it not gone anywhere? And again, maybe it's a new problem, or maybe it's such an old problem that people have just turned a blind eye to it. But considering these questions is going to help you get a very sharp, complete picture of the issue where you are. Because it's very hard to fight for positive change when you're not entirely sure what you're changing. So definitely consider those five W's and how for how to handle the problem, I suppose. <laughs> but definitely consider those five W's to get you developing some research questions to help you dig deep into the issue where you are so that you know when you are fighting for a solution, you know that solution can make a difference. So that's it for this seminar snippet. And I hope you found this useful in figuring out those first steps in giving your argument some shape. I'll see you in class. Cheers.